All right, let's bring in a panel here. Let's talk about how we finished up the week. We've got Joe and George, Mr. Mazzola, and Tell Us. Wow, what a duo here. Uh, okay, George, uh, get us started. Hard fade, should we be surprised? I mean, this is the three-week trend, and we've got an extra day off. Doesn't that mean we're more likely to be down when we come back, when the trend is down? Well, I can't say what's going to happen on Monday, OJ, but nonetheless, I think the momentum, at least in the short term, is probably still to the downside, maybe to the 38-30 area on the S&P 500, which puts it sort of at this uh, this late May weekly low. So that's a possibility as we enter next week. But uh, look, I think uh, uh, overall, not surprising to see the weakness from the hawkishness from the Fed which really started at the end of last week on August 26. There's just a continuation of that. And I think right now the market is just uh, absorbing what's going on with economic data, the aspects now of the labor market, which you know demonstrates growth still. But I think the composition of that growth is in question because if you look at the, the composition, including the U6 unemployment component of the, of the labor statistics report, that is increasing by about three-tenths of a percent. And that includes folks that are working part-time that want to work full-time. And so I don't necessarily see the wage growth component increasing, which is, again, going to keep inflation uh, at uh, levels we've seen in the past. We probably have seen peak inflation. I can't say for sure. But with, with part-time workers increasing as a total composition of the labor force, full-time workers decreasing, that's less permanent income. And with less permanent income, there's less consumption. So I think right now, to tie this back to the market, I think the risks of inflation and interest rates are are pretty much fully embedded. I think growth is now the risk that mm. the market is uh, mm. is manifesting into this last three weeks of weakness. That's kind of what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to cut the cord today uh, as we look at the yield curve just not budging here. Uh, so, Joe, what stands out right. to you? I mean, we had pretty much everything you could ask for this week, uh, data, uh, earnings, and uh, a lot of market action and volatility. But a VIX that didn't really go to the moon. No, I mean, remember, it's a long weekend, right? So the, the VIX isn't really going to do much today. I mean, if you, the majority of the day was down. I realized the, the S&P 500 was up. But the S&P 500 was up off of some, you know, some potential hope that the the wage increases were, were showing some uh, some slowness and that, that, hey, that might be the signal that the Fed looks at and says, okay, we can take our foot off the gas or foot off the brake. I, I just don't get it. Like, I, I didn't see anything in that report, nor have I heard anything this week or in the prior weeks that would say, hey, look, the, the size of the future rate hikes are, 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 are going to change, right? I mean, Powell said this last week, it's based on incoming data. Policy is gonna remain restrictive for quite some time and inflation expectations must remain anchored. He told us that, he told us the game plan last week, market sold off on that. I think the one thing uh, that, that I found interesting over this whole um, last couple of weeks is how, well, it sure seemed like the fixed income market got it right, but the equities didn't. And that, that was, and I don't want to say that was a surprise, but there was a real big disconnect between the two. And I think you know, one of the things that, uh, one of my takeaways uh, just the last couple of weeks is that, look, growth is slowing, but it's not falling off a cliff. Uh, but consumption is at risk of, of, of weakening further, just as George said, he's like, look, uh, the bottom line is, if you see if you if you see that higher labor our, our participation rate, uh, but it's at 
lower uh, pay scale, then that, that definitely leaves a lot less in the economy uh, for more consumption. And, and, you know, with consumption being 70% of GDP, that's going to have an effect. And, and, and I think that that kind of played out a little bit today as people maybe parse through uh, the data a little bit more. And then, you know, look, like it, there's, not, there's not much liquidity on the Friday before Labor Day weekend, right? So we know this. You get a little exogenous shock coming from um, uh, the Nord Stream pipeline news, and here the market kind of turns around. And it's just, I, I wouldn't take too much out of today. But I wouldn't take too much out of this morning either when I saw that pop. I looked at that mm. and I said, mm, that, that, that just seems a little bit odd. Yeah, I'm with you there. Okay, uh, guys, it's a, uh, it's a single shot uh, analysis here this afternoon. I appreciate both of your thoughts, George Tillis, Joe Mazzola, uh, two guys, uh, nice, succinct, and helpful answers for us uh, to close things out here. Appreciate it, gentlemen. No earnings duty for you, George, today. All right. Have a great weekend, guys.